0: G money in the house?
1: You're not. What do you mean I'm not? Uh, I don't think you're in a house. Definitely not the house.
0: Okay, let me retry that. G money in a place of residence.
1: There we go. That, that rolls off the tongue much better.
0: Oh, yeah, sure.
1: See, it feels better when it's accurate.
0: No, it doesn't. Lies. (laughs) Fake news always feels better.
1: Of course, now now you have a different issue. You're being accurate, but you're not being precise.
0: I don't care. (laughs) If this were some peer-reviewed journal, I'd care. But this is a podcast with a expansive listener base you know so i don't care
1: in a sense based on the, the listeners that we have it definitely is peer-reviewed
0: you're right it is peer-reviewed <laughs> we do frequently get reviews <laughs> uh,
1: starting off strong i'm at almost eighteen thousand steps today grant
0: jesus christ what'd you do
1: i went for a walk this morning i played some tennis and then i went for another walk
0: wow i guess i should have probably foreseen that how you get a lot of steps walking
1: yeah that's amazing <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's almost like there's a correlation there
1: it is i think we need to explore that more and get get some research published in a peer review journal
0: <laughs> maybe maybe
1: <laughs> or just post some article on medium or maybe a tweet uh to, to a li- I'll, I'll like on my personal blog post write <laughs> some garbage uh post and then on the tweet, we'll be like, you won't believe what we found out about steps. Or <laughs> <laughs> you, t- ten, 10 tips to increase your step count. <laughs> oh my God, clickbait. You got to clickbait them.
0: It's got to be you won't believe. Yeah. <laughs> you won't believe this quick tip to get more steps in a day. <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> Mark reveals the hot tips. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to make some like uh it, tai lopez reference or something <laughs> it's just
1: it is wild to me that people like write that stuff like they go to a company and and they say here you should write things like this and then they say cool
0: mm-hmm. hm.
1: it's just wild I wonder yeah. I wonder if there's like a history if like Know Your Meme has like or something has like a history of clickbait titles like where does it all start? I don't know. What do you think?
0: I've never thought about this before.
1: Because I can already guess where they're going to say it might start. Quote unquote start. Which is going to be like yellow journalism from the like late 1800s early 1900s. Hmm. Because I, I remember that from my history class. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I feel like that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, okay. So I'm on I'm on the Wikipedia page for clickbait. Mm-hmm. And all it says... Let me see. Da-da-da-da. It's telling us how it's been used in general. But it provides no timeline. All it says is, by 2014... Which feels like that's a knot when things came to a head, but it said, the ubiqui- By 2014, the ubiquity of clickbait on the web has begun, had or had begun, to lead to a backlash against its use.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I guess. But I think that's a pretty, st- like, it feels like it hasn't changed, you know? So they say, mm-hmm. you know, The Onion launched a new website, uh, ClickHole, which is a wonderful website that my <sighs> other podcast, OhHack, makes frequent use of because it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's basically a BuzzFeed parody site, and it's wonderful. And then they say, and in August 2014, Facebook announced that it was taking technical measures to reduce the impact of clickbait.
0: (laughs) What the frick does that mean?
1: It means basically nothing.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, clickhole. I love (laughs) clickhole. It's just such a such a pure joy.
0: Yeah, pure joy.
1: It really is. Let's just see what's on the front page of Clickhol today. Okay. And you can share in the pure
0: joy. Are you going to read it to me or do I have to check myself?
1: No, I'll read it. The top okay. the top post uh, from a few days ago. Not their best. 5 episodes of House where House diagnosed someone with ugly face disease and spent the rest of the episode drinking soda <laughs> god this one this one hits me right in the gut uh calvin and hobbs fans rejoice bill watterson has revealed that calvin throws Hobbes in the garbage when he turns 12 and grows up to be an accountant for boeing
0: oh god <laughs> oh my goodness why boeing
1: uh, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. Five times Owen Wilson has just uh, was just sexy enough that it made us sort of nod and smile. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. And a quiz. Do you have mm. the prancing, whistling, and juggling skills it takes to become a Navy SEAL?
0: <laughs> Ooh. I bet I do. I've been th- in a whistling choir.
1: Uh, that's right, we both have.
0: Who do you think is a better prancer? Like, I think definitely me.
1: I-, I would agree. Okay, who's a better juggler? Are you a decent juggler? I feel like you're not. I'm. I.
0: I had a roommate who was a very good juggler. Cool. Uh- um, <laughs> and I juggled to help avoid my stress during finals week one year. So I would say I am an exceptionally mediocre to poor juggler
1: okay so like if i gave you three tennis balls or is is it like mediocre mean like you'd have trouble getting them in the air like half the time you could or is it like you can only go for a short pit but you can definitely juggle like someone would look at you and be like oh yeah he can like technically juggle or what
0: it's more that one like someone would be like oh he can juggle like he can't juggle well but like he can technically juggle
1: hmm okay no, maybe i am i probably only a slightly better juggler than you. So you—you have, okay. you have me on prancing. We're probably about equal at whistling, yeah. and I have a slight edge on juggling. So it feels like you'd beat me—you'd beat me on the seal test.
0: Boom, boom, boom.
1: That's a Hashtag bit of a shame. Winning. Huh.
0: What can I say? I'm a boss at life.
1: Even though it's my podcast, sometimes I just can't win.
0: Okay. <laughs> I guess when people ask me about it, I'll have to start saying like, oh yeah, I'm on my friend's podcast every week.
1: <laughs> hey, you started that. I'm just accepting it now. Oh, Grant, Grant, Grant.
0: Mark, Mark, Mark. Don't talk back to me.
1: I just did. What are you going to do about it? Um, I'm going to ignore you for a couple seconds.
0: Okay, that's fine. I can deal with that. I'm fine with being ignored.
1: I'm just, I'm responding to yet another student thinking that I'm the CEO of the company.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that something that it, like actually happens?
1: I feel like I would. I've told you about this,
0: yeah, because my
1: username is on uh, the AOPs website. My my last name is the same as our CEO's first name. And, and people just kind and people just kind of glance like they don't pay attention to what my actual username says so they just kind of like kind of look hilarious. at it and see and see the Richard part and then I get ma- and because so because my you know the CEO is the CEO like he likes interacting with the students but like if he were to be very public on the site like if yeah. you could find his username the way that you can find other people then he'd get inundated mm-hmm and so he doesn't show up as, like, like normally, if you go to our, like, community site, you can see all the users who are currently online. And people like me who are admins of the site, we get a little badge next to our name. Mm-hmm. So people go around. They see, And also, I, you know, I make a bunch of posts. And so they'll see this person with a badge. And they'll see the Richard. And so they'll just message me, being like, either assuming that I am the CEO mm-hmm. or at least asking. And so I get at least one a week um asking me
0: that's hilarious or or
1: assuming the assuming ones are a bit sadder because then i feel like i'm letting them down you know yeah uh, but at least if they send it to me in like a personal message then i can um include the ceo like he he's kind of giving me the green light to just be like oh yeah like you can just add me to a personal message you know if someone mm-hmm. messages you thinking that they're me mm-hmm um but,
0: That's funny.
1: Yep. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I had another thing to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever heard of Bandcamp?
0: This is like a online thing, right? Yes. I have heard of it, and I really don't know what it is. Okay. I feel like it's like, is it like a, God, no. What's the word for it? I don't know. I'm trying to think of. Just tell me what it is, because I don't remember the words. It, it, I, was it's, use.
1: I mean, it's it's. I mean, I assume you've heard of SoundCloud.
0: That's what I was thinking. Is yeah, it like okay. SoundCloud?
1: It, it's similar, except Bandcamp. It's a bit more of an official place to like buy music directly from artists. Okay. So instead of them being paid per like listen, like something like Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. Mm-hmm. it's, like, you can uh, go on the Bandcamp website and just listen to tracks. You can stream tracks, technically. And I don't think you can do it, like, whenever, and it would, be, it would be very cumbersome to just try and, like, go on and listen to a bunch of music. Um, but the idea is that you can, you know, similar to, like, how iTunes used to be, you can directly buy tracks or albums,
0: mm-hmm. but they
1: give much more of a cut to the musicians. Like, they give, like, I, I don't actually know what the number is, but compared to uh pretty much any other way of doing it they get a very nice cut Mm -hmm. of what you actually pay them um so i just like i just remembered that it existed maybe i just come across it somewhere because i'd heard of it over time Mm -hmm. but i finally started i've been thinking about all the things that i am a subscriber of monetarily Mm -hmm. and how that has you know inflated a lot And, and like on a month-by-month month basis, it's not... It's probably still not, you know, the biggest thing that I spend money on or that I waste money on. But there are some things that, like, I, I could say, yeah, I am kind of wasting money on this monthly thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and Spotify is sort of like that. Like, like, I under, like, I like the convenience of Spotify, obviously. That's why people use it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they pay crap and, uh, you know, I... I don't know. It's like I I listen to more music because I have Spotify. Mm -hmm. But if I were to take away Spotify, I don't think I would miss it that much. Like I would just go buy the music that I want to listen to. Yeah. And I'd feel a bit better for having done that. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: I was just kind of toying with the idea of going a bit more all in on the sort of more old fashioned idea of having your own sort of music library that you keep track of. Mm hmm. But I haven't I haven't yet made a decision.
0: You haven't pulled the trigger on it?
1: No, I, I did buy a couple albums on Bandcamp just to kind of like test out the process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever, I paid like 10 bucks for a couple albums. And so it's like, okay, how cumbersome is this to like get this on my phone, for example? Because it's like, mm-hmm. despite them having an app and you can like stream music, you can't like download it so that's offline like you can with Spotify. Mm-hmm. from the app so you have to kind of like download the actual files and then import them into a different music player sort of a thing uh, which like you know i'm more than capable of doing but it's again that sort of convenience <laughs> factor mm-hmm. so i was just curious I, I wasn't sure if that was something you would have done i feel like someone like max um mutual friend max who definitely does not listen to this uh almost <laughs> certainly uses Bandcamp because he still buys cds for that matter okay he really likes yeah, having like owning his music yeah so i was just curious
0: yeah yeah i don't know i don't feel like i do a good job dealing with music i just nope. listen to crap just to like fill the void
1: like do you do you subscribe to anything like spotify or you just kind of do the free versions of stuff or what do you do
0: I have Prime, so I just, like, use... Oh, Prime has... I forgot that Prime
1: has music. I, I totally forget what all the things are that Amazon even has. Yeah. Every once so, in a while, I remember their video service, because there's, like, two things that I care about on it.
0: Yeah. So I just use that, but, like, that's not why I have it.
1: Yeah. Now I need to look this up and see how, like... Because, obviously, I also pay for Prime, because mm-hmm. who doesn't? So let's see. What do they have?
0: I feel like they have most stuff. It's Amazon. It's Music. pretty rare that I like run across something. And I'm like, oh, they don't have wow. this, or like, oh, this is only in their unlimited subscription, so I can't even listen to it. Do they have like a decent-ish app?
1: I like the like app. How you listen. What's the app called? I can't even find it on their like. Amazon I can go Music. to Amazon Music settings. Oh, there it is. Music Unlimited.
0: that's the like okay so sign up to start your so prime music so prime music or amazon music is different than like unlimited or whatever the unlimited thing is yeah i don't know I what see it's actually called because that's like your upgrade to sure. even more stuff but yeah i've never actually like used spotify or any of the other i don't even know what the other options are um
1: amazon music prime
0: like it gets the job done for me like it is a place where i can access music and listen to it Hmm. and most of the time i'm not super picky about what i'm listening to sure um or it's not like i'm like going there to search for like oh i want to listen to this album it's like oh i want to listen to this genre play me some music within this genre that vaguely fits what i'm looking for right now sure
1: Hmm. Well I'll have to i have to take some time and look at this. I'm downloading the app right now, but obviously yeah. I'm not gonna I figure to i figured because I already right pay now. for
0: it, it's like mm, might as well but use it. that is it. good
1: to know. But sweet. Yeah, at least at least yeah, if I can sort of um replace can... what I want enough then I can get rid to Spotify.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Sweet. All right, cool. Well, I'm ready to move on. Yeah. Before we move on to comics, oh. I just remembered something that I wanted to tell you about. Sweet. So, we, in the past, long, long ago, we talked about paper towels.
1: <laughs> yes, we um, did.
0: Indeed. <laughs> I learned a unique lesson with paper towels this weekend. Okay. Um. So, I had eaten some food in a bowl in said bowl had like food kind of like really stuck to it so i was gonna soak it in some water to like help make it easier to clean um when i decided to clean it later rather than like letting it like dry on and just be a nightmare whatever um and so i filled it with water and i kind of set it there's a ledge like right above my sink so i set it up there and it was sitting right next to my roll of paper towels um and over the past couple of days I've had my my windows open. Particularly yesterday when this event happened. I had my windows open and there was a bit of a breeze. Um and then I just kinda like like I put it up there after lunch and then I went out and ran some errands and I came back at like four o'clock after running errands for a couple hours. Um and I went to start like making dinner and stuff and I went to grab a paper towel. or no, I didn't even go to grab a paper towel, I was just like in my kitchen like doing stuff while I was mm. making dinner and I looked and I was like wait I thought I filled up this bowl to like get all this crap cleaned out of it this morning. Why is there no water in the bowl? And then I looked and noticed that there was a paper towel hanging off the roll into the bowl because it had gotten blown around by the wind. Mm-hmm. And I was like oh shoot these first couple of paper towels are going to be trash because they probably absorbed all the water. So I ripped them off quickly and I was like oh these next ones are still wet so i like start ripping them off and i get like 15 little sheets in and i'm like how are these all still wet and then i go and i grab the roll and i figure out where all of the water from the bowl went wow that's crazy the entire roll of paper towels soaked up all of the water and this
1: were the paper towels above or below or like at the same height
0: at the same height they are like powerfully absorbent i Clearly, knew paper towels were absorbent like, but these I, are like, like sponges that you just bought you bought a roll of sponges <laughs> i brought i bought name brand i was balling out this time when i bought them so wow. like they are i was freaking baffled it's amazing and the craziest thing is they must be able to absorb so much water that like i took the roll and i tried to squeeze out some of the water and like it wasn't enough water to reach the like I don't know, like satur. I don't know what it would be called, but like the point at which you can start to squeeze it out.
1: Like you could have poured more water on them and it would have been fine.
0: Yeah. Huh.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's more like the powerfully absorbent part that's surprising, not the fact that an entire roll of paper towels can like yeah. soak up a bowl's worth of water.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say this is like this is not a. It's not your manby pamby like one cup bowl. This was like a you could probably fit like four cups of water in this bowl
1: yeah like i understand what you're saying but like still
0: yeah yeah you know like, like i would expect an entire bowl
1: could yeah that's that's the crazy part
0: i was sort bat- of like,
1: like a couple paper to- couple paper towels man yeah i would love to was- see just like a time lapse of this happening
0: i know because <laughs> it was like it was a single paper towel that was like <laughs> draped into the bowl it wasn't yeah. like there were like three or four in like a or anything wow
1: oh wait do you okay so now i'm starting to understand do you put your paper towels like let's say in landscape mode and this is what was happening
0: so the roll was standing on end i don't it know it was I, and
1: like a corner of a paper towel like dipped into the bowl somehow
0: yeah yeah so the wind Holy like crap blew it the wind like caught the end of the open paper towel like the next one to be pulled off wow and it blew it backwards around the roll so there Uh was like a sheet and a half that was unwound and it had flopped into the bowl huh and it just sucked in right through that wow and it and it went like all the way to the core and all the way to the top like is ridiculous that is dang i was also real bummed because it was like a brand new roll mm-hmm. that I put out like two days ago.
1: Well, uh, that's also fair. But now you know you got what you paid for in in a kind kind of sense.
0: Yeah. Huh. I'm trying to decide if I should just... I feel like I should just throw out the roll. I've been letting it sit on my counter. Replace it with Uh I feel like I shouldn't just try to let it dry out and use it feel like that's a bad plan. That's too cheap. Yeah. Probably. I'll throw it away. I'll throw it away after we finish recording. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening to my little uh, tangent there. Oh, no, that was wonderful. Yeah, I thought you'd enjoy it. I, w- I being... wish you'd come, out right, come right out with that. I was planning on it, and then, like, I got all caught up in the you, like, being upset with my language thing, and then, like, <laughs> I just got distracted. Fair enough. So... So we're going to move on now, right? To Sounds good. Yes. Jesus Christ. Wawa <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's about as good as I can get. <laughs> By Anders J. Colmenares. Colmenares.
1: Andres, not...
0: Andres. Oh, yeah, because there's the accent mark. Mac. Well, the also, the line.
1: R comes before the E. You said Anders or something like that.
0: Oh, did I? am sure. My, I'm sorry, Mister Something J. I know I can say that part right. <laughs> so we've got we've got a a large a large Lego brick. It's actually no. What we have is we have a a sort of a a large Lego brick that is a bed, and we have a a smaller Lego brick. One of the two by fours. If we got Lego people listening, that's laying on the bed and it's got some little arms and legs. It looks like it's kind of just waking up, and then all of a sudden it starts starts uh, moving its arms and legs, flapping them really quickly like it's panicking, and then suddenly it stops, lays there and says, "Well, I'm stuck in bed." Oh oh oh. Oh, Legos. What a wonderful toy.
1: This is what I wanted to talk to you about, was your history with Legos, mm. and perhaps your present with Legos.
0: Hmm.
1: Like, like, what was your uh, childhood with Legos? I'll, I'll start out with a very specific question. Were you a free-form Legower, or a kind of, um, you know, set-following-instructions Lego person?
0: all of the above huh. i would say okay. like i had i had like lego sets and like when i first got them i would always like build them how they were supposed to be made and then over time i would slowly start to utilize them for off-brand purposes and like creatively like find new ways to use all the pieces to yeah. make different things that like over time slowly transitioned away from what they originally were mm-hmm um interesting so yeah I freaking love Legos they were a they were and still are a wonderful toy yeah yeah um sadly I do not own any of my Legos anymore mm-hmm. um that's one of the things that just kind of got cut when I moved off on my own yeah and like realistically it's probably wise like if i look around my apartment at all the things that i've moved with me and like have literally never unpacked since moving like almost two years ago legos i can definitively say legos would be in that group right now Mm -hmm. i don't think i would have used them (laughs) or at least not productively (laughs) yeah so Hmm. It's probably for the best that I got rid of them, but it's also like kind of sad. I
1: will say that I don't think you could consider Legos a productive thing unless you count other hobbies or pastimes as productive. You know, I don't like (laughs) I don't think that you can write off like being like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't use them productively. Well, yeah. I don't use Netflix productively either, but that's not the point.
0: <laughs> well, I would say I have some hobbies and pastimes that I use productively.
1: Well, like, yeah, you can turn them into something productive. Like, you can turn your 3D printing into something productive when you printed yeah. your thumb brace or whatever. Yeah. But, like, in and of itself, that doesn't mean it's productive. Like, you could mm-hmm. turn Legos into something productive by making yourself a paper towel holder.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which would be maybe one that doesn't unravel and get exactly. into the water. even bet I could, oh, I could couple like an Arduino to it and like some sensors and I could make like <laughs> have a it water unroll s- a sheet for yourself. <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking like one to like sense when it's getting wet and then to like roll back up the paper towel.
1: <laughs> no, I think it'd be way cooler to just have one that's able to tear off a single sheet for you.
0: That's probably doable. It's probably I more mean, it, work than I'll ever <laughs> I'm sure it does
1: now I have an idea for a Christmas present for my dad.
0: oh, perfect.
1: I think he had a kick out of that
0: <laughs> uh. but yeah, I don't know what's well, your what's your history or background with Legos? you a Lego boy?
1: I would I say like that when I was very young, I was more creative with my Legos, but as my creativity dwindled as I grew up, um, in, in a certain, in a certain like free caring sense, you know? Um, then uh, I tended to drift towards just regular Lego sets, but then eventually I got to the point where like, you know, you're, you're not, you're too old for something like a $30 Lego set. Cause they're way too easy. But like my parents were not going to buy me a super expensive Lego set because they're super mm-hmm. expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last big one that I ever got was a Ferris wheel for Christmas, mm. and it was missing several pieces. So I never finished it.
0: Oh. I,
1: I got I got very close to the end. I was probably like only twenty minutes away from finishing it. Like the Ferris wheel was constructed, but then there were mm-hmm. various mechanical parts and stuff, and there was just something missing. I don't remember what it was at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was far too young and naive. Um, to know that you can pretty easily just request single pieces from Lego, like they're really good about that. <laughs> um, any or even if you co- even if you if they don't send it for free, you can still buy just individual pieces. Like the actual price per brick mm-hmm. has not actually changed much over the years. Mm. You know.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, that's actually an aside. Something that someone pointed out is. Think about the uh, the uh, production precision of Legos over the years. Like, have you ever gotten two Legos and oh, yeah. and been worried about them not being able to fit together?
0: No, because no. they do a great job.
1: Yeah, like like the only the only thing that you can say is like, oh, sometimes the flat pieces are a bit too tight and I can't get them apart. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah that that's honestly one of the coolest things about them uh but i don't know like every time i think about lego i think man i do want to get a lego set and just do one and maybe i will when i go back to san diego do it that'd be like a perfect like weekend project
0: yeah you know what you could do Hmm. is you could get a really big leo set and then you could stream it online for 12 hours um, because it's easier to do that and YouTube will take care of all of the storage rather than you having to record 12 hours of video before posting it online to YouTube. Um, And then you can have a video of yourself playing Legos for four hours, or for 12 hours, I mean.
1: Yes, but I don't really want one of those.
0: But it would be really cool. I'm not saying that like I came up with this idea. We might both know someone who has done this who we'll talk about after the show,
1: but... Oh, okay. uh, I already have a guess, okay it's almost definitely Tim <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was easy,
1: yep, <laughs> well, we also talked about or I think it was you almost certainly you when we talked about his uh video game um record,
0: <laughs> oh yes, he's like one of my most impressive <laughs> friends, no offense mark, but like. <laughs>
1: No, I know. I agree. (laughs) I definitely agree. But yeah, no, this... um, I feel like I've given you this idea before. And you probably shot it down at the time. Um, But I'm gonna throw it out there again as something we should try and do.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Where we each get a Lego set. Mm Mm-hmm. The same Lego set. And... uh, uh, whoever is building the set uh, tosses away the instructions, and the other oh person God. has to use oh the God. instructions that they have to tell the other person how to build the thing. The slightly easy it, version. Sport,
0: you still. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh. you're reconnecting. Can you still are, hear me? You, are you there, Sport?
1: Yeah, I, I got you back. I'm here. Okay, yep, I got the Toss same Toss away message. the
0: directions. Toss away the directions.
1: Tell us the the directions. The uh, uh, beginner level being you're still allowed as the builder to have the box for a point of reference. Mm-hmm. And the expert level being you also don't have a picture of what you're building <laughs> other than what you remember from looking at the box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm throwing out there as an idea either just for us to do as like something or as a yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. So keep that in mind. Okay. Honestly that's what we should have done for episode one hundred, but <laughs> it didn't occur to me.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I like what we did for episode one hundred, but I also no, see I, the I, I do this.
1: yeah. So that's mm-hmm. what that's what I'm tossing out there for you. But we're running well on time. Okay. Let's get moving. Okay. Uh, especially because it's a long comic. It's one of the longest ones we've had in a while. I know. We've, I've been trying to been keep doing it like short. Two, yeah, of to three panels. Uh, But but this is fine. Uh, We have Pickles by Brian Crane. We have two elderly gentlemen sitting on a park bench. One is um, reading a newspaper. The one on the left who is not reading a newspaper asks... excuse me. Asks, does this bench feel hard to you? And the one with the paper says no i went numb about an hour ago and the man on the left uh, follows up with have you read any good books lately and the man in the paper says with the paper says yes a plethora and the man on the left says a plethora oh yeah i've been meaning to read that one and the newspaper man says no that's not a book title It's a word. It means a whole bunch. And the man on the left says, Ah, I see. A whole bunch, huh? Well, like someone said, a big vocabulary is is like underwear. Everyone should have it, but they shouldn't show it off. Ha 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 ha. Uh, why use many word when few word do?
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Is that, who did, (laughs) Kevin. That was Kevin, right?
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Oh my god. I forgot about that. That's so wonderful. (laughs) Yes. Why use many word when few do word do? Um No, what was where was I taking this? Um I don't know, man. Oh yeah. I was I was thinking about I was just stumbling through comics and I like this one's titles or title. Um And then this one just popped up. And so I went with it. (laughs) But it got me thinking about other things that like you want people to have but you also like shouldn't show off. Or like that is bad if someone shows off but also bad if they don't have it in the first place. Hmm. Like a good one is a good vocabulary. Another one is like good understanding of grammar. Like not there's got to be plenty of well there are plenty of other things but
1: i want to dig into the grammar thing real quick okay because when you say a good understanding of grammar that's when i start to realize how many layers there are to that
0: Mm. like Mm -hmm. i like to
1: believe that i have a good understanding of grammar but then you hear conversations by other people where other rules or things come up that you didn't know anything about Mm -hmm. that they think are somewhat obvious Mm -hmm. So the most recent one popped up. This was quite a few months ago, but the rules around when you um, hyphenate an adjective.
0: Oh, God. These are rules that I know I do wrong frequently.
1: Yeah. So it's like big red school bus. Like we're going to ride on the big red school bus. There's no hyphenation right
0: Mm-hmm.
1: because big and red are two separate adjectives but it's something like technically like there's something like we're gonna ride the very fast school bus like there might be a hyphen there because very is modifying the fast but i don't actually know that like there, there's mm. weird rules around like there's there are actual rules like i just kind of do hyphenation by feel mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Same. uh Also, semicolons are also something similar. Like, I know when to use it. Like, I know the difference between a semicolon and a colon. I would Mm -hmm. never use one when I should use the other. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I don't overuse them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I always get shot down when I try to use semicolons. Like, if I put it somewhere and then I have someone edit it, they always tell me to remove it. And I'm like, no, I liked it there.
1: Yeah, I I think it depends on what you're trying to write. You know, in my actual mathematical writing at my company, I'm mm-hmm. never going to use a semicolon because, like, I'm writing for high schoolers or middle schoolers or elementary school kids. They don't need semicolons in what they're reading in a math mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. Um, colons, sure, if you're going to do a list, you know, mm-hmm. but never a semicolon. But in, like, my normal writing, I do use semicolons when I feel like they're appropriate. I think mm-hmm. my favorite use is... That I remember seeing in like a, a book in middle school is the semicolon for a very long list. Mm. You know, like there were the following cars: a dark blue uh, Corvette semicolon, a dark red um, Ferrari semicolon. Like, especially like if you want commas in your descriptions, um, you could basically yeah. have to use semicolons to separate the, the list comma. items. Yeah, exactly. So that I do like. but that, So that was the first thing that came to mind of like... Okay. Knowing, having a good knowledge of grammar. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: I'm talking if about so- like... Okay. You keep going. Sorry for cutting you off. No, you're fine. I was meaning more like the... Like the the grammar Nazis and stuff. And I know I do this to people and I feel bad every time I do it. But like... Like if someone says... Oh, I think Japan is a interesting culture. Like Japan isn't a culture, it's a country. Mhm. So they used it as the wrong like wouldn't it be Japanese or the Japanese culture? Mm-hmm. Like people who like correct sh- like that. Um yeah, no,
1: I I agree that that but like that's always the hard thing. Like I feel like the reason that grammar Nazis exist in a popular culture, is because people don't know how to nicely inform people of things. You know, like like we we communicate, we have a language, so we want to use things correctly as much as possible. And if it and if the context of someone saying that is, let's say, it's casual conversation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then you can like I think that there's like a nice way to gently correct someone. And just point that out, just like, oh, yeah, like I, th- I think that you can, you know, mm-hmm. I, th- I think that there is a certain, like, stigma around doing it in certain situations nowadays, you know, um, like, I versus me, the the people, you know, when you learn to overuse I, and then you have, like, the real grammar Nazis, like, you know, there was, like, when we were growing up, all adults were grammar Nazis around always saying I, like, every single time and never saying me. And then at some point it's like our generation learned the actual rule of when you're supposed to use me. Mm -hmm. And then they became grammar Nazis (laughs) around that of like, no, it's actually, you know, granted me in this Mm -hmm. case, you know, like, all right, who cares? You know, like it's hard because it's so subjective and everyone has the things that they really care about. Mm -hmm. For example, the word funner, I had that drilled into me to hear the word funner in the same way that I hear the word like braying.
0: <laughs> the word what?
1: Braying. What lo- what many, many kids used as the, instead of brought, right? Oh. I bring, I, I bring oh, the to yeah. class instead of I okay. brought, right? <laughs> So, okay. right, you, like, you get that, you know, if you ever, if you ever could have used that, you know that you get that just killed out of you, you know? Yeah. Because it's not a word, but neither is funner.
0: Is kiddled like, sh- a word? Sh- what? Kiddled? Kiddled? Yeah, is that a what word? What is that? Didn't you just say that? It got kiddled out of you? Killed. Oh.
1: K-I-L-L-E-D. <laughs>
0: okay. I was like, wow, Mark has a good vocabulary. I've never heard the word kiddled before.
1: <laughs> um... But yeah, so like a word like funner, which like nowadays, it's a word, you know, we can always fight over whether the Oxford English Dictionary is a bit too uh, um, laissez-faire in their admittance policies. Ooh. Um, But like that's, that's a word that just always funner and funnest, like they just rub me the wrong way every single time I hear them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's one of those things where like... It's the reverse. Like, yeah, you get annoyed with people who are obnoxious with their vocabulary in a way that's like they're trying to show off, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like the same frustration with someone who uses words that I personally deem as definitely not words, and they're not using it sarcastically. Like, we've had this conversation. I know that you use certain words and phrases sarcastically, you know? in like a semi-ironic way and you know the situation so like it's fine but
0: i love how you're creating like a safe space for me here of but course. then are about to criticize what i do
1: no, no no i'm just saying like in general like other people you know if i hear someone say something like funner or, or whatever mm-hmm. like i immediately i'm just like Ugh.
0: shivers down your spine big exactly. yikes
1: nails on a white on a chalkboard sort of a feeling yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think this episode was funner than last week, but I've had a good time. We can't talk about seagulls every week.
0: I know. <laughs> it's probably prob- it's probably for the best. I was real riled up after last week, so <laughs> you went down to the lake and you started throwing rocks. <laughs> no. This week I got shook because I was driving. By walmart and there were freaking seagulls in the parking lot you know how many miles i am Amazing. from a lake a long ways from like yeah. a real lake it's like jesus christ there were seagulls in the parking lot and i wish i had like
1: that's what you get you, you shot your mouth off at all of our seagull listeners
0: <laughs> oh if they start coming for me even more than they have in the past i'm about to rain down fire and fury that's all i can say fire and fury bros